Thank you, Jesus. Part two of this installment of our thankful series on today, I want to talk about today. I'm thankful I held on. I'm thankful that I held on. I'm so thankful that I held on. Let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O oh Lord. It is our strength and our redeemer. In Jesus' name we pray. God does things in due time so that when it's done, it births something. God's not letting it go undone or noticed. Simply know that it has a due date. I want to say that again. God does things in due time so that when it's done, it births something. God is not letting it go or unnoticed. He's not letting it go undone or unnoticed. It has a due date. I want you to just look at somebody and say, I'm thankful I held on. I'm thankful that I held on. I'm so thankful that I held on. I'm so thankful that I'm still here. I'm, I'm thankful that I didn't give up when I wanted to give up. I'm, I'm thankful that I'm still able to have the activity and the moving of my limbs. I'm, I'm just so thankful that I held on. I just want to say that again. God does things in due time so that when it is done, it will birth something. God is not letting it go undone or unnoticed. It has a due date. Hallelujah. Galatians 6 and 9 says, Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we don't grow weary. God does things in due time so that when it's done, it births something. God is not letting it go undone or unnoticed. It has a due date. Can we take a few moments and just set the pace here for our rhema teaching? I'm, I'm reminded of hearing my grandmother talk about due bills. She would tell the stories of how they would go to the store and make a purchase but if the store did not have what they needed, the owner would write a due bill and let my grandmother know that when the item she needed came in, he would call her once it was in stock. How many of you can remember those due days or those days where you had to hold on to the due bill, where you had to hold on to the rain check, where you had to hold on to that receipt because you wanted to get the discount and they said, well, you know, you bought it, but it's getting ready to go on, uh, on discount on two weeks. If you come back and return it, we'll give you the discount, but you got to hold on to your receipt. Uh, do you remember those times uh, just looking at it? Can I preach this here today? Um, God said to hold on to your due bill is still good. I just want you to hold on. I'm, I'm thankful that I held 
on. I'm, I'm thankful that I held on. I, I, I want to say that again. Uh, God does things in due time so that when it is done, it births something. God is not letting it go undone or unnoticed. It has a due date. Paul starts chapter 6 in Galatians by writing to the believers in Galatia by saying to them uh, in verses uh, number 1 and 2, uh, he says it here. He says, brethren, if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, each one looking to yourself so that you too will not be tempted. And then verse number two, he says, bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. I'm thankful that I held on. There is a due date. There is a due season that each and every one of us are getting ready to walk into. I, I believe, I, I believe that, that, that Paul was very intentional in his opening statement to the believers of Galatia, so much to the point that he calls them to remember to keep their eyes on their assignment. And that is to do what? If anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Each one looking to yourself so that you will not be tempted. But then he says, I want you to keep your eyes focused. I want you to remember that in your due season, uh, that when you get tired, don't forget to bear one another's burdens and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. Come on now. Uh, I believe he was talking about their assignment and that was to restore those who have fallen away in their relationship with Christ. Moving further along into the chapter, into chapter 6, Paul focuses all of his attention on steadying the believer to not give up. I want you to repeat this after me. I'm thankful I held on. Come on, can you say that? Am I looking at somebody today? I, I'm thankful that I held on. God is not letting it go undone, nor is he allowing it to go unnoticed, but it has a due date. Come on now. Uh, when you think about it, he, he's not allowing what you have done to go unnoticed. Come on now. But it has a due date. Come on now. To receive the due date, I, I really believe that Paul sets the scripture up here uh, in verse number nine, and, and I really broke this uh, verse into just three different sections so that we could really see the importance on how when God births something, it will come to pass. Uh, uh, when God is up to something, it will come to pass. He's not allowing it to go undone. He's not allowing it to go unnoticed, but it has a due date. I, I go back to my grandmother, and she said I would fold that due bill up, and, and I would put it in my pocketbook, and, and, and I would just be praying that during the holiday season that the owner would call me and tell me that the macaroni and cheese 
police had got in and, and that I could get what I wanted. Uh, have you been wondering when is your due season going to arrive? God said it's not gone unnoticed. It's not sitting there undone, but it has a due date. Come on now. Uh, Paul talks to us in, in three ways, and he ministers to us in this scripture. And, and in that first moment, number one, he says, let us not lose heart in doing good. What do you mean, preacher, when you say, let us not lose heart in doing good? What do you mean? Uh, uh, feeding people, helping people, serving people, whatever you've been doing good at, uh, whatever you've been doing good in, he says, don't lose heart in doing that. Come on now. But we've got to remember that the doing good is referred back to verses number one. Make sure that you remain in a good spirit, that you don't lose heart in restoring those who have fallen away. Come on now. Uh, don't lose heart in doing good. Uh, let us not lose heart in serving God and his people. It gets a little hard. It gets a little tedious at times. But Paul says, let us not lose heart in loving God's people with the love of the Lord. No matter what it looks like, no matter what they're going through, ye who are spiritual, restore such a one who's been caught up who's been driven away, who's been cast away. But as you do that, make sure that you do it in a spirit of gentleness. Make sure that you don't lose heart of loving people with loving kindness and, and that you do your best to love people unconditionally, that your love doesn't make a list. Remember that if you're looking for the due season, number one, you can't lose heart of doing good. Come on now, uh, let us not lose heart by becoming calloused, bitter, and unforgiving towards those who need to be restored back to Christ. Uh, this walk, this journey, this assignment can become hard, difficult. Uh, you've got to deal with the rejection. You've got to deal with the abandonment. And then you've got to deal with those who need to be restored. But if we lose heart... If we become calloused, if we become bitter, if we become, in a, uh, if we begin to walk in a spirit of, of unforgiveness, in the moments that we are to restore with gentleness, we will restore out of what? Bitterness. We'll start blaming everybody and we'll start using and, 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 and allowing our good to be seen as a moment of frustration. Paul says here, uh, whatever you do, don't lose heart in doing good. I believe that Paul uses this opening line to challenge those in Galatia to keep their heart in a good place by continuing to do good. Doing good in those moments where preaching, ministry, serving, and building can become overwhelming. Paul says whatever you do, don't lose heart. By allowing the spirit of dis, by allowing uh, disencouragement to settle in your heart, despite of what you see, keep doing good. Uh, come on now, uh, 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 don't lose heart. Uh, in spite of what you might feel, and in spite of what you might be seeing, and and what might be going on, and they're not responding. Uh, they don't hear me, God. Don't lose heart because I need you to make sure that you don't lose heart so that you can bear one another's burdens. Come on now. 
Don't lose heart by allowing the rejection and the rebellion to sour our spirits from preaching Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Don't lose heart, church. Come on now. We've got to preach Jesus. We, we've got to preach about his death, his burial, his resurrection. We, we've got to preach about the works of Christ. We've got to preach about the goodness of Christ. We, we've got to talk about God's righteousness, his holiness. Come on now. We, we've got to talk about faith and love. We've got to be so in tune that we don't lose heart. Come on now. Don't lose heart. Paul wants to encourage you today that if you hold on, the do bill will change things in your life. Come on now. Paul aligns the next line in the verse of number nine by giving his reason for telling us not to lose heart and to keep doing it. Uh, Paul says, uh, uh, whatever you do, let us not lose heart in doing good. But then number two, he goes on to say, for in due time, the kairos moment. Come on now. In due time, uh, there are uh, different translations. One translation says, in the proper time, uh, we will reap. Come on now. Just not only you, but Paul says, we will reap. Come on now. Uh, 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 not a singular moment, but a corporate moment, a, a corporate blessing that if we don't lose heart, for number two, in due time, we will reap. Come on now. We, we started our lesson off. Uh, talking about being thankful for our due season that God was releasing upon the church. The text says that if we don't lose heart and if we continue to do good in that, in due time we will reap. When we look at that word do, it is translated or defined as having reached the date at which payment is required. Come on now. Something that is due or owed, such as to something that rightfully belongs to someone, don't lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap. Come on now. Uh, the due season is attached, come on now, to your doing work. Well, come on now, your due season is attached to you not losing heart, to you not losing the heart of God, to you not losing the plan of God. Your heart is attached to your due season. It's attached to your reaping season. But Paul says, whatever you do, let us not lose heart in doing good. For at the right moment, at the right time, uh, at the right season in your life. Come on now, we, we can simply say, for in due time, when God sees fit. Come on now, uh, ain't no offering really going to open it up. Uh, until God sees fit fit. Hallelujah. That's what it means. Come on now. That's what Paul was really saying. Come on now. Don't lose heart because until God sees fit, you're still going to have to operate in love. Come on now. You're still going to have to chart out your journey, but don't lose heart. Don't allow and don't become a victim to your own frustration for in due time, you will reap. Come on now. At the right moment when we least expect it, God is going 
going to release a harvest of increase, but look at your neighbor and simply say, hold on, for in due time, come on now, my change is getting ready to happen. My blessing is getting ready to happen, but I got to hold on. I'm thankful that I'm still holding on. Can somebody say that today? I'm thankful that I'm still holding on to God's unchanging hand. You got to hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. I ain't going to keep on singing it now. You got to hold to his hand. Come on now. You got to hold on to whatever you can. If you got to hold on to the bottom of his garment, then hold on. If you got to be dragged by his love and by his arm of grace, hold on to whatever's holding you and whatever's keeping you. For in due time, Come on now, in due time, it will come to pass. Come on now. Paul says, uh, just stay the course and keep your heart right. Uh, uh, stay the course and keep doing the good things that have gotten you to this place. Uh, don't give up now. Your due season is here. Keep saving souls. Come on now. Keep feeding the hungry. Come on now. Providing shelter for the homeless now. Keep going to church and speaking life to the broken and lost. Keep creating those relevant moments where broken and hurting families and wounded children can be restored back to their rightful place. Now, come on Rock Church, we gotta keep worshiping. We gotta keep praying. We gotta keep believing that families will join. We gotta keep believing that God is going to fill the pasture with sheep that need to be healed, with sheep that need to be delivered, but we gotta hold on. We can't lose heart right now. We can't throw in the towel right now. We can't give up I know that it looks dim. I know that it looks slim. I know that the bank account is a little dry right now. But if we can just hold on, if we can just stay the course, if we can just rock with him just a little while longer, I know that it seems tough. I know that it's been hard. But Paul says, don't lose heart in doing good. For at the right time, your due season, you will reap. Come on now. Come on now. Whatever you do, whatever you do, whatever you do, hold on. Hold on to your due bill. Come on now. The store owner, Jesus, is getting ready to call you to cash it in. But you got to hold on. I want you to go home and just look for it. I put a praise on layaway. I put some blessings on layaway right now. And I need to go look for my layaway slip because he's getting ready to call me. He's getting ready to say, I need you to cash it in. But you got to be in the right place to hear him say, your due season is now. Come on now, uh, God in his infinite wisdom, in his infinite wisdom, he knows when it's time. He knows when we're ready to cash in those due bills that we've been holding on to. God always knows when it's time. However, we must remain strong, focused, committed to the work of Christ. Come on now. Paul brings verse number nine into a, cult, into a culminating close by enforcing and attaching a conditional characteristic that God needs to see. Come on now. He says, let us 
us not lose heart rev in doing good for in due time we will reap come on now we're going to reap the blessings we're going to be excited we're going to shout we're going to jump up and down debts are going to be demolished come on now bodies are going to be healed but Paul says for us to really receive the due season he says our time of reaping number three uh, the continuance of doing good and not lose heart will take place if we grow not weary come on now uh, he says if you don't grow weary come on now uh, let us not lose heart in doing good come on saving souls come on now believing God being faithful being committed come on now fasting and praying come on now uh, creating relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God for in due time those relevant moments that you create for broken and hurting people to be restored back ah they will come to pass in due time you'll reap the souls in due time you'll reap the giving in due times you'll reap the small groups in due time you will reap a ministry that gives back to the community if you don't grow weary Oh, come on now. That's the key to the whole verse right there. If you don't grow weary, what do you mean? Come on now. If you don't grow weary, come on now. In our well-doing, if we don't grow weary in restoring those who have fallen away, God will restore, reconcile, and renew if we don't grow weary in our trust and in our faith and our dependence in God. Paul says, come on now, continue to do well when God is ready you'll reap. Uh, come on now all that you have sown. Paul says remember God has not been blinded or caught off guard by the weariness that comes to distract. Come on now. Us from reaping the full moment that is in our life. However, God is trusting us to not throw in the towel. Come on now. Uh, come on, look at it now. He's trusting you and I to not throw in the towel. Uh, he's trusting you and I to make sure that we don't lose heart. That's why Paul says, let us not. Come on now. He could have said, uh, you don't lose heart uh, if I don't lose heart. But he was talking to the church. He was talking to the believers in Galatia. And he understood that they were at a point of weariness. That they were at a point of giving up. They were at at a point where they were tired of fighting against the heretical teachings that the other leaders were doing. They were tired of being blamed. They were tired of being accused. But Paul comes in to say, ye who are spiritual, restore such a one. But I need you to make sure that you don't lose heart in doing good. Uh, for in due time, you will reap, but you can't grow weary right now. Come on now. God is trusting us to not throw in the towel. So hold on and don't grow weary. Don't grow weary now. Stay on the battlefield and stand tall. As Thomas Dexter, Dexter Jake says, get ready, get ready, get ready. Can I say it again? Get ready, get ready, get ready. Come on now. Your due season is on the way, but you cannot fall into the moments of weariness. I'm here to tell you that if you don't lose heart and you keep going doing good, for in due time we will reap. 
If we don't grow weary, come on church, uh, uh, if we just stand and take a deep breath, uh, if we can just grab hold of one another and hold the line, we will reap. If we can just keep on praising, believing, and pressing forward with the work of the kingdom, we will win. Come on now, don't lose your joy in doing good at the right time. God will release his due season upon you and I. I'm thankful I held on. Come on now. I'm thankful that I held on to his hand. I'm thankful that I held on to the moment that he gave me to restore those who had fallen away. I'm thankful that I'm still here. I'm thankful that the Rock Church is still holding on. And at moments we're holding on like a string. We're holding on with the thread. Come on now. Right now we probably ain't even got a thread but we're holding on to a promise that you said that if we create relevant moments for broken and hurting people to be restored back into their rightful place that you would visit us that you would allow us to equip and empower and send out those disciples oh God father you spoke that word over us that you would build your church upon this rock and the gates of hell no pandemic father God will come against us father so father we thank you that we're still holding on holding on in the moments of elevation still holding on hallelujah come on now holding on holding on holding on we ain't gonna fake the funk come on now we're still holding on holding on holding on hallelujah hallelujah we're still here oh we could have ran away we could have tucked our tails and went somewhere else but we're holding the line i understand that we gotta come together let us not lose heart come on son let us not lose heart Let us not lose heart. Show us the pasture where people, where we can go and restore people. Father, don't let us lose heart in winning people to Christ. Don't let us lose heart in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in the face of all ungodly doctrine that is being taught today don't allow us to fall by the wayside Father we thank you Father we thank you come on lift your hands lift your hands and just say I'm thankful we held on I'm thankful I'm still standing I'm thankful that I'm still here I'm thankful oh Rabbi I'm thankful I'm thankful, come on. Hallelujah, I'm thankful, God. I'm thankful that we've held on. You've been so good. Come on, pray this prayer with me. Lord, the road has been long and tedious, but I will not forsake the works of Christ. I will continue doing well in my commitment to bearing the burdens of those who have fallen into the trials of life. Lord, I ask that you hold our arms up as we press forward. Lord, we will not lose heart or grow weary. Lord, I expect at the right time that a due season 
is to fall upon the works of my hands and the generations that are here and that are coming after us. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody lift your hands and just say, Lord, I'm thankful I held on. I'm thankful that I'm still here. I'm thankful that you've been my provider. I'm so thankful, Lord. Lord, I just want to give my life to you today. I, I want to I accept Christ into my life today. I, I want to give you a chance to be God to me. I want to give your son a chance to, to be the Savior and the Lord in my life. I want to open my spirit up and I want to receive the power of the Holy Ghost power of the Holy Ghost that will lead and guide me and speak to me the, 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 the comforter that Jesus said that he left here in the earth I, I want to receive that I want to receive the Father I want to receive his Son I want to receive the comforter what, what must I do? First of all you just simply confess Lord I'm sorry I confess that sin has been the Lord in my life for so long, I'm ready to make an exchange. I'm ready to give up my sinful ways and to accept you, Jesus Christ, into my heart. I'm, I'm ready to confess that he's Lord and he's risen. He, he went to the grave. He, he died on the cross and he rose just for me so that I could have life more abundantly. I, I want to serve that type of Lord. I, I want to serve not just the Savior, but I want him to be my Lord. I want him to have full reign in my life and then I receive the power of the Holy Ghost the working of the Holy Ghost I want to be baptized in Jesus name not, not just baptized through water but baptized in the power of Jesus come on now uh, the filling of the Holy Ghost hallelujah if you prayed that prayer with me today you're saved today if you made that confession and that declaration that you desire for Jesus not only to be your Lord but to be your Savior and, and you're now saying I feel the power of the Holy Ghost resting in my life I encourage you today hold on your due season is right here don't lose heart don't throw in the towel keep doing well keep loving your wife Hallelujah. Keep getting up, going to your job and working that job. It might not give you all the money, but it's, it's paying some bills and it's feeding you and it's clothing you. It's giving you gas. It's giving you the ability to give your tithe and your offering and your love seed to your man of God. Come on now. Keep doing well, feeding people, walking in the business that God has given you. Keep doing well for in due time at the right moment. When God sees fit, if you don't grow weary, we will all reap a bountiful blessing. This is our prayer. I love you. Come on, every week I, I give us some prayer points that I want us to pray. And on this week, I want us to devote ourselves in prayer as we pray for God to do three things. I want us to pray that God will restore our hearts to help others for the sake of the kingdom. 
number two. We're praying for God to reconcile our hearts to be spiritual and forgiving towards those who have gone astray in their relationship with Christ. And then number three, we want to pray that God is going to renew our hearts to stand and defend the faith of the kingdom so that our generations that are coming after us will know what it means not to lose heart in doing good. This is our prayer. Father, so restore our hearts to help others for the sake of your kingdom. Reconcile our hearts to be spiritual and forgiving towards those who have gone astray in their relationship with Christ. Cause us to be gentle in spirit, O oh God, as we pray because it could be us. Father, we could be next in line to, be, to, 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 to walk into situations that will cause us to be caught up into an ungodly situation and someone has to pray us back in. So, Father, cause us to remember the same measure that we judge is the same measure that our hearts will be judged with. And then renew our hearts to stand and defend the faith of the kingdom so that our generations that are coming after us will know what it means to hold on in tough times. This is our prayer. We love you so much, Rock Church. Have a great week as we enter into this Advent season. I want each and every one of you to begin to pray now and to begin to just set your calendar. We're going back to in-person prayer in January, 22 days of prayer. We've done it before. I asked the Lord, do you want me to do it in January? And he says, remember Mother Janice. Mother Janice would meet us at Chanel High School <laughs> when the snow was past our ankles. When we were at Chanel High School, we prayed when it was stormy. We prayed when the sun was out. And God met us every single night. And I hear the Lord saying, I want you to restore prayer in the city. I want you to restore Pentecost in the city. I, I want you to restore moments where people can come into the house of the Lord and pray with no excuse, with no excuse, with no excuse. In January, we will hit the ground running with 22 days of prayer. Y'all know how we do it. We said we will pray for one hour. I just want to remind you, one hour and every night, 10 minutes before eight, it lifted. My girl is sitting there looking at me like, baby, you sure? I'm positive. If we really want to see God move, we got to do something. We got to step out of this boat. And we got to walk by faith. 2022 is going to be the year of validation, affirmation, confirmation. The Lord took me back to 2020. And he says, I want you to reuse your theme that you didn't really get a chance to use, but I hear it again, double or nothing. <laughs>
when I told my girl that, she said, baby, that's, that's what we started with at the beginning of, of, of 2020. And, and God says, I, I want you to go back to it, 2020, double or nothing. Come on now. I, everything that you have, are you willing to lay it on the line to see those who have fallen away be restored? Are you really hungry for me? No excuse. God wants to meet us. I love you. I appreciate you. I want you to take some time today. And I want each and every one of you, I want you to sow your tithe. I want you to give your offering. And then I want you to give your love seat. But then I need you to do something for me today. I want each and every one of you, if you can, to sow a benevolent seed of $50. I want each and every one of you that are looking, that are paying attention, you're here in person, to show and to sow above and beyond your tithe, your offering, your love seed. I, I want you to sow into our benevolent fund today because we need to bless a family. Y'all know what we do. We want to bless a family today. Hallelujah. I want you guys to stand with me today. We want to bless a family. We want to help a family. We want to encourage a family today. Family is one of our rocks. And we believe that no family goes without at the Rock Church. Wherever you are, if you're not a, if you're not a member and you want to sow, I want you to get right to GiveLify. You'll see all of our ways of giving. If you want to mail that into our post office box, uh, 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 25620, post office box 25620, Garfield 44125 just write your seed out write your check out your money order come on now I, I'm believing God that we will go into our double or nothing season with more than enough more than enough we'll be able to do ministry at a high level I love you Rock Church but it's so important that you give. It's so important that you remain committed to your tithe, to your offering, to blessing your men of God, and to sowing so that families that are in need will have everything that they need. I'm trusting that you guys are walking with me. I love you. I appreciate you. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. We are the Rock Church. From my heart, your bishop loves you. God bless you. Happy holidays. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I'm thankful I held on. Paul says to the church of Galatia, he says to that community of believers that whatever you do don't forget that our responsibility is to restore those who have fallen away ye who are spiritual restore them and he says in verse number two don't forget to bear one another's burden so that we may fulfill the law of Christ verse number nine whatever you do don't lose heart in doing good don't lose heart in serving. Don't lose heart 
in giving up your time. Don't, don't lose heart in believing that God will bring it to pass, that God is going to save your generation, that God is going to give the church and restore the church back to its glorious days. He says, for in due time we will what are we going to reap? We're going to reap the labor of our hands. We're, we're going to reap the labor and the, and the, and the promises of God. We're, we're going to reap the works of Christ. Come on now. He says that you will do greater works than I. We're, we're going to reap. We've been planting. We've been plowing. We, we've been digging. And this is the season where the seed will now mature and matriculate up through the ground. And it will sprout out. It's our season. He says, but whatever you do, don't grow weary in your well-doing. Don't grow weary. Don't get to the point where you forget that you yourself have been tempted. You've been, you, you've been tempted to fall away, but because of the grace of God, I'm thankful that I held on. I'm thankful that I have the ability to understand that I'm still holding on, but I never want to get too big for my shoes. I never want to get too big, so I walk gently and I restore those who have been cast away, fallen into diverse temptations, whatever it may be. Our prayer is to devote ourselves. It's for God to restore our hearts back to serving and loving God. To reconcile our hearts with the Spirit of forgiveness and love for those who have fallen away that we will have a gentle heart towards them that we'll love them like no other and then that God will renew and that God will renew our hearts to stand and to defend the faith of the kingdom so that the generations that are here and that are coming after us will know what it means to stand and to not give up and to not lose heart. I want you to pray that this week, that God is going to restore your heart to love again and to serve again and to help others, that God is going to reconcile us with the right heart attitude so that we're, don't, so that we're able to forgive in love and gentleness and that God is going to renew so that we're able to stand and to defend the faith. I love you. I appreciate you. This is our prayer for you. I want you to remember that we create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their place rightfully. I love you. This is our prayer. May the Lord God bless and keep you from my heart. I love you. Your bishop says, God bless. Have a great day. Amen.